a sex symbol loved by every girl. Sex symbol loved by every girl. <laughs> How are the American women? Amazing. They're very polite. Hello, everybody. Hello, pop friends. Pop, pop, pop buddies. Pop acquaintances. Welcome to another ep of Poptricians. Ty and Kyle here. We're here. Pop. We're here. We're here. We're ready to pop. Pop. Pop, give you some the lowdown on the pop. That's what we do here at Poptricians, the podcast where two guys who don't really like pop give you the lowdown at pop. I've always said, what better way to learn about something than from people who dislike that something? Isn't that right, Kyle? That's right. Uh, you know, we're just we're a couple wolves separating ourselves from the sheep. That's right. I mean, uh, I would say we're wolves in sheep clothing. Like, let's say the sheep is taylor swift the sheep is is katie perry the sheep is Nicki minaj and we're the wolves in their clothing and we're hanging out in the green rooms and the dressing rooms and we're we're listening to what they say and and then coming back and going to our lonely wolf cave and talking about how stupid it was to be surrounded <laughs> by all those gorgeous talented wolves i mean sheep that's right uh, i couldn't say it better myself Poptricians, everybody. Uh, what's going on, Kyle? Kyle, I've heard you got a bad case of the pink eye. Oh, we have to bring it up. I did get pink eye this weekend. Oh no! Still suffering Kyle. from it a little bit. I'm I'm no longer a, a contagious virus, but my eyes still itch. You're no longer a keeper. You're no longer a spreader. You can't get off on that fetish anymore. Can't do that. Oh. Uh, well, that's good to hear. Still all crustied up. It's still crusty mornings. It takes about five <laughs> minutes for me to open my eyes. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, uh, let's let's talk about some pop. What's what's going big in pop? Um, I'll tell you what's big. What's and big? we have no choice but to believe this because it's literally everywhere. There's no escaping. <laughs> That this is big. This is big, everybody. This is a big deal, and we should be excited about this. And I am, of course, talking about Harry Styles' debut solo album, Sign of the Times. Harry's here. He's here, but he's, he's alone. He says, Zane, I'm not going to let you do it alone. That's right. This, this boy... This boy is not letting him do it alone by doing it alone himself. But doing it alone in competition. But there's enough room for two one Ds to get in here. And so that we're going to Kyle and I gave it a listen and we're going to do uh maybe maybe our uh maybe our most formal review we've done of a pop album yet. Um so Kyle and I both have some thoughts. We want to go over it. What should we should we let's let's do this. Let what how should we do this Kyle we should maybe uh let's do this I will make a point and you can counter argue or or build upon okay that's that's fair so opening so this this is going to be an official official pop pop poptricians review poptricians pompous review of Harry Styles sign of the times Uh, I I have a prepared opening statement here <clears throat> it's a Friday night. 
You and your fiance have met up with some mutual friends at the new restaurant that just opened up off the highway. It's got a massive back patio. In fact, the majority of the entire restaurant is just a big patio. You sit uncomfortably on the bench of a long wooden picnic table and stare nauseatingly at the menu, food, friends, family, it says at the top. You try to keep up with the conversation in between sips of the blue moon you ordered for the night, even <laughs> though you weren't really feeling like drinking, but the obnoxious thank God it's Friday vibe of the environment made you feel obligated. Someone at the end of the table is talking, but you really don't care to listen, and you figure you can use as an excuse the screams of the children playing in a small grass patch off to the side, or the cheers of the middle-aged men at the lone horseshoes placement that's way too close to your table. You think you probably won't tip your server well, even though you know she has nothing to do with the placement of your table. But if life has taught you one thing, it's that microaggressions towards people who have no influence over the situation makes the world go round. You take another sip of your fucking blue moon. There's a lull in the conversation, and, and you just now notice there's someone performing on a stage at the other end of the patio. I just love live music, Stacy says. Yeah, this guy sings really well, Brendan says. You listen. You know, he does sing well, you think. And you look towards the stage at the guy strumming on his acoustic guitar. You start to wonder, and you can't help but feel a little depressed by the situation. You look on at the man singing a Zac Brown band cover, as a mother and her nine-year-old daughter dance in front of the stage, right in front of the man who has decided to make music his career and in doing so has committed to displaying his failure to do so in front of an apathetic audience night after night after night. You take note of his influences, the Beatles, Bob Dylan, Train. You surmise this from his various acoustic covers, no doubt the authors of his mom's tape collection, the what same one he poured over when he discovered in junior high. The, the, the same collection that sparked his pursuit of stardom. And you wonder, what if this bar act got famous? What would he be? How would he sound? Well, listener, I think for this answer we need only to look at Harry Styles. Yes, Harry Styles. While instead of building up his legacy and image in the faces of the drunken middle-aged at shitty patio bars, built and honed his craft to an already established fandom and purchased audiences of millions. Proof only need be in the overwhelming pre-ejaculate hype and media presence spewed onto the masses in the months leading up to his debut album, Sign of the Times, to show just how ready the powers that be were to have a new solo star emerge out of the disassembled corpse of a supergroup One Direction. What would Harry Styles do with his newfound freedom as an artist? We all asked in unison. Jumping right to the point here, Sign of the Times is boring and devoid of anything that could even be remotely used as identifying Harry Styles as a solo artist. The album plays as a trial run, as a demo tape of Styles jumping from influence to influence, exploring and being all the artists he couldn't be while he was back in One Direction. On Meet Me in the Hallway, he is Neil Young. On Sign of the Times, he is Meatloaf. On Carolina, he is George Harrison. And on Kiwi, he is fucking Blur or some shit. The closest Harry ever comes to forging his own identity, 
identity is on Sweet Creature. But even then, John Mayer did sickeningly sweet and faux soulful better. It would be easy to attribute this to studio meandering, the pack-and-ship nature of the pop industry. But Zane proved you can crawl out of the very same package and make something that at least differentiates your brand. No, it is in this opinion that Harry Styles chose to use his newfound freedom to be the musicians he never ended up being. Instead of influence, Styles decided he would just be them. Fuck it. It'll sell like a bunch of Harry Styles used condoms at a junior equestrian competition anyway. Sometime later, your fiancé calls you at work. Hey, babe, how are you? Oh, fine, you sigh. Hey, so Stacy and Brendan want to meet up at that patio place we went to a couple weeks back. Remember, they had the horseshoes, and there was a guy playing the guitar? Oh, yeah, I remember, you say. You recall thinking the guy sang pretty well. You remember there was music, but you don't know his name, and you don't remember what he looked like. It was music for a time and place, but the place sucked and the time was tolerable at best. <coughs> uh... There closes my opening statement, Kyle. If you if you have a rebuttal or want to build upon, <laughs> Ty, I, I um, I'm shocked to say this, but I wrote down the exact word for word thing. N- I, we should have cross reference notes. <laughs> I oh, I know shit. we usually use the Google Doc or something, but. Even the stuttering of words I put in there, it's like <laughs> you were telepathically speaking to me. Well, Kyle, so I think it's safe to say we both agree. Uh, Harry Styles' new album, bad, pretty bad, pretty disappointing. And this is coming from someone who was kind of like, ooh, what's the new One Direction guy going to do? He's a lot of hype. Uh, what's going to happen? He's got to make it his own. He's got to be a big thing. And he kind of just made just... I don't music that just everyone has heard before it has no sense of of any it didn't live up to any sort of hype it's just kind of okay songs you don't think he 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 came in with a varied attack and hit every genre and showed all of his his idols and how they influenced him maybe you know what maybe that was the point he was like, hey, I'm just going to make all a bunch of songs that I like that sound like other artists that I like. I don't know. Uh, it sucked. It sucked. It sucked. Take that, Billboard. Take that, Pitchfork. I don't know if you've reviewed this album, but I'm sure it'll get a B&M, you fucking hacks. They, they have a quota of liking one pop album a month, so I'm sure That's this right. will be the one. This has got to be it. Um, uh yeah, I want to say I, 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 you know, I wrote down the same exact thing except for one statement, and that is "Long Live Zane." <laughs> Just thank God for Zane. So what? far in the in the One Direction race, we got Zane out in front. Yeah, and uh, I think Harry Styles is still with the the other two guys in the back, even with this album. Are the other two guys doing anything? I don't think so. That's are that's... three. Is it three guys? Oh, is it three? I think it's five of them. Maybe it's four. <laughs> How many members in One Direction? 
That's we'll right, we're the pop re- experts, and we're bringing we'll it to you researchers. Hot. We'll have our researchers delve into this matter. Uh, get back to your next ep to answer that question. But uh, as poptricians, we feel obligated to talk about, you know, something that something that is at least said to be a major milestone in pop industry. And uh, so that's what we did there. There's our take. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Also, is Sign of the Times the, the name of the record? I thought it was... Sign of the Times name of the record, and it's a single. I thought it was a self-titled album called Harry Styles. That's what it is on oh. Spotify. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm, let me do my not. whole thing. Let me do my whole thing again. <laughs> yeah, can you correct that? Yeah, let me edit. Okay. Word document. <laughs> Sign of the Times, okay. It's a Friday night, and... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, that bar sounded a lot like a bar pitch I heard from someone else before. <laughs> Ty, why don't you just give the reader, since this will never happen, your glorious bar pitch. Your groundbreaking bar pitch. Are you talking about uh, my idea for a bar? The yard, yes. The yard. <laughs> I'd have Harry Styles play their opening night. I'm not going to get into my... Uh, my entrepreneurial endeavors. Okay, this is about okay. pop music, and it's a good idea. <laughs> it would be fun to do. It would be a successful place. We're not going to get into it. Let's move on. We're the Poptricians. Welcome to the podcast, uh, if you're still here for some reason. Uh, uh, let's talk about Not Hot. Let's talk about Not Hot. What's Not Hot for you this week, Kyle? Not Hot? Why don't you kick it off for us while I gather oh. my thoughts? Kicking it back to me, right back at you. That's that's a sign of a good host. You know, he throws <laughs> it over, and then the other host throws it back. That's it's, right. That's I, a I sign just of I like to facilitate effective podcast. <laughs> uh, I listened to Mac DeMarco's. I'm a little late here. Gave this old dog a listen. Uh, I'll say I've always been pretty apathetic to Mark De- Mac DeMarco. Mm-hmm. I know what he does. I think what he does as well, uh, does it well. Um, I don't know. I can't get excited about listening to a Mac DeMarco record. It's very pleasant. Uh, it is. It is. It is. It is kind of. It's catchy in his voice. It's just. It just gets into you and you feel nice. But it, I don't know. I don't see myself ever actively like. Oh, I'm gonna put on Mac DeMarco and jam to some some goofy mac uh just not my thing i know you're a bigger fan of him than than i am uh i'm a fan of him's persona i think most people are and i think that's a lot of his appeal yeah and i i think uh i'm just gonna jump into this because this was my album to talk about as well um, okay get at it so uh yeah i i mean i think what i first heard him you know the first time i heard him was on um rock and roll nightclub which i still think is probably his best work um up there with salad days i would say but um really it he's just like so consistent that it's boring at this point that's the thing it's kind of oh more mac demarco music to, yeah. to add to the mac demarco uh hammock trip playlist <laughs> yeah it, it really is it's <laughs> Sunday brunch while smoking weed album yeah. to put on. It's um yeah, it's just like maybe he needs a bad album so we can just like 
miss the old Mac. Or All right, something. we can like remember. Oh yeah, Mac DeMarco did something. That yeah, was, that, <laughs> it's what Kid Cudi did. Kid Cudi put out probably <laughs> the worst record in a decade, and then put out a very mediocre project, and people slobbed on his knob. For Ate it. it up. That's the key. R- lower expectations. Uh, other than that, Mac DeMarco, is there anything else you want to say on that? Uh, not really. I, I was no. hoping I would be able to say more, but I really can't. Okay. Uh, I checked out, we talked about it last week, you said you listened to Narco Pop. And yes. I just wanted to say, uh, I think immediately after that, pa- at that when we recorded the podcast, I got in my car, and I just drove, it was at night, it was like midnight, and I like drove downtown Dallas, just around the city, and listened to that. One of the better music experiences I've ever had in my life. Yes. It was it was it was very nice, very enjoyable. Uh there are a couple tr- I don't know how he does it. He he gets that bass to he gets that sound that bass sound like it's in a club far off in the distance yet it's so impactful and like sh- rattles your car. I don't know how he gets that sound. Uh great recording, great production. Right. Yeah, that's the the amazing thing about it. Like it just seems like on a whole next level of just being mixed and mastered. It just sounds fucking great. Truly a master of his craft. Uh knocker towards the end you got like number 8 tracks 9. It just felt like I was like standing on the hill as like a giant fucking asteroid was like coming down and like the end of the world. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's incredible stuff. If you're into, if you're listening to this and you're into at, like atmospheric, uh, ambient or you know ambient techno music or anything in that vein, definitely give it a listen. And shocked to find out, fucking Melonhead Fantano panned this thing. Wait, no way. Are you serious? Gave it a two. Oh my god, he's <laughs> he's a hack. He's such a hack. <laughs> I know we bring him oh, up. <laughs> all cr- all cross listeners that are <laughs> all Fantano and Bob Trishan's cross listeners, we urge you to pick sides. We we know we're in direct competition with Anthony Fantano, who gets hundreds of thousands of views on his YouTube videos. Maybe we can one day scream into a mic and say no for three minutes and get six hundred thousand fucking views on the video. We like and respect you, Anthony. Uh, that's it for not hot, I guess. Yeah, that's it. I, I'm devastated by that narco pop panning, so I'm gonna try to move on. I'm sorry to bring down the mood, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just write it off. He's he's <laughs> lost his touch. What are you gonna do? Very true. He panned. We Dan know more too, than him, so <laughs> we we do. A seven. <laughs> Destroyed. Kendrick Lamar's career is over. Beat the fuck out of. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, let's move on. Wanna, let's talk talk about the list, maybe. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, small mention. Kanye West is doing that's okay. He's recording his next album on a mountain in Missouri. Is that right? Wyoming. Uh, yeah, Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming. Sorry. Uh, uh, so I'm excited for that. His Get l- ready. Holy shit. I think in the airplane over the sea was recorded in a very similar manner. So I think we're getting ready for it. That's opus. great. Well, this could be great because his best album 
my dark twisted fantasy was recorded in like an exiled Hawaii trip. So this could be fucking great. This I'm very is gonna excited. Be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be even better coming off of I, while I like it, sort of like the cluttered mess that was. It would be it would be a good thing, like just sort of disaster that Life of Pablo was coming out. <laughs> and it would be it would be great if this was such a clean, pristine drop, <laughs> and it was fantastic. All signs be. of his activity definitely show it's gonna be very clean and very organized. <laughs> That's right. He's a very stable person at this moment. <laughs> Ready to drop it in as per the studio recommended. Yeah, right on time. <laughs> Excited for that. Uh, probably not anytime real soon. We will probably have given up on this podcast long before that comes out. Oh, but, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the 22 songs that he and Young Thug made together, apparently, <laughs> that he said on Twitter. I'm very upset that I've not heard them. <laughs> Let's get to the list, Kyle. Let's get to it. Time to talk about our bread and butter, and that's our bread, our bread and butter here. If you haven't figured it out yet, uh, pop listeners, our bread and butter is spending 30 minutes talking about the same shit. 30 minutes on a good day. That's what we do (laughs) best here at Boptricians. And uh, having said that, let's get into it. Number 10 this week, in the same spot it was last week, It Ain't Me, by Kago and Selena Gomez. Uh, I still like this song. I think it's a good pop song. Uh, I will say the same. I'm I'm gro- growing oh, to appreciate this. To it. Yeah, I'm okay, appreciating okay. it more and more. Uh, you know, I I, and I I pan the the lyrics like not that pop music has much to pan when it comes to lyrics, but mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I did pan the idea. But I um kind of in the same vein of how I like um EXO Tour Life by Lulu Uzi Vert um. It's kind of like that pure teenage emotion and just like beyond all recognition of logic, just like being very reactionary and emotional. I, I, I Careful now, it. you could say the very same about uh, Paris. No, because it's there's a, there's no message. There is it's it is a, a fine line. I, I struggle when we try to separate these songs. Like Oh, this one has lyrics that are carefree versus this one has lyrics that make no sense. Well, if the it's uh, like, like the lyrics, there's about seventy unique words that you're putting together, and if you can't say like a coherent message, then you're a fucking moron. And that that's what I'm <laughs> getting at. What that's my main concern isn't like the vapidity of the lyrics; it's that they don't make fucking sense. Like they're a cluttered mess. Like, sorry, I don't even want to talk about that song, but. Uh, hearing the word Paris triggers me now, but I, I, I am uh, liking this song and just kind of the ignorance in the lyrics I've grown to enjoy. You can never watch a John Luke Godard film again. <laughs> oh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, good song. I like it. It, it, it. it seems like it's Kaigo. I guess he's the Avicii of, our, of this generation. He's, he's the new Avicii. He's going to be teaming up with everybody. He just did an Ellie Goulding, Goulding song not too long ago. So we'll, we'll see what Kai goes up to. You know, he'll probably do some some future song. 
<laughs> Did Avicii ever team up with a trap rapper? Ah, uh, I'm sure. Uh, well, well, actually, he was like big during dubstep, so yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, ASAP Rock had that dubstep song with, or not ASAP Rock. ASAP Rocky had that dubstep song with, um, fucking Skrillex. So maybe I'm I'm sure. Uh, it ain't me. Giving it a yay. I'll give it a yay. I like it now. Yay and a yay. Oh, good. Uh, good to hear from you. Yeah. Number nine. Exo Tour Life 3 by Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, you still digging this song, Kyle? Still loving this song. Love it a lot. <laughs> I've come around to this song. Um, I think, I think initially I, I made some disparaging remarks on like, oh, it's, it's trap beat number five and you just agreed. Um, I, I'm starting to see your side of things. Um... It, it, it does, the production is interesting, especially sort of like the samples that he uses on the track make it kind of interesting mm-hmm. stuff going on in the back. I do think the one thing that it's keeping me from giving a yay to the song Ooh. is, is uh, the singing. And this can be said for a lot of Lil Uzi Vert songs. Mm. But the way he stretches out the end of his little m- lyrics... And stuff like that, where he, he kind of sings it. If he just stuck to rapping and just kind of like cutting it off and just saying the words, I think it would sound a whole lot better, in my opinion. Uh, I think I could come to agree to that. I, it definitely doesn't shake me off of like really enjoying this song, but I, I that criticism has been used on him many times, especially in his, um, his past... EP Love Is Rage, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, and I think uh, you know we can we can uh, blame our the face of our of our pop header uh, Twitter header Drake for that. Um, he's kind <laughs> yeah. of molded like that the future to be a pop rapper like you need to be singing. Yeah, um, you need to you need you people want to also sing along. They don't just want to rap. You got to get everybody stretching those vocal cords. Yeah, and I think like that sucks because um little little Uzi's his his cadence is very melodic in itself and he's not he's basically like rap singing and I think that is fine, but it's when he tries to like hit a note or like stretch a note it's just like no, mm-hmm. like just keep the the tempoed sing rap right where it is. But uh, yeah, I still enjoy it, but I, I understand your criticism. I respect it. Uh, I would give it a meh, like I said. Still at a meh. Still a yay for, for Kale. Yay for Kale. Kale almost rhymes with ale, which almost sounds like eight, which is the number we're on here. Number eight, <gasps> I Spy, Kyle featuring Lil Yachty. We both adore this song now. <laughs> we both love it. We're both digging it. Kyle, Kyle, I went down to Austin to visit you this weekend, Kyle. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Uh, yep. Uh, I was there. Pink Eye. Uh, we had to have heard this song four to five times when we went out. Uh, I heard it three, but I'm sure I, I miss it sometimes. But yeah, it, it, it's it, on all the fucking time. It plays a shit ton. Um, and it surprises me. That it still gets played a lot. I know it's at the top ten list here, but it's been out forever. 
so that 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 bodes the question here, Kyle. DJs playing at the clubs. Chicken or the egg? You know, are people playing it because it's on this list and they're like, oh, it must be popular? Or is it on the list now because the DJs are playing it? I don't know if we'll actually have an answer for this. But <laughs> uh, I think it's DJs are playing it because it's popular. And it's a rap song. So DJs primarily play hip-hop, but also dancey That music. is an interesting discovery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they also, do. Also, uh, I think Little Yachty is the people's champion. And uh, any song that he's on that is semi-popular will get played because it is just so much fun to dance to and sing along to what Little Yachty does. And it's very easy to as well. So. You know, you're kind of joking. Uh, oh, I'm being, Yachty, being serious. Yeah. Okay. Very much so is kind of the people's champion in the rap game, I think. Uh, and I know this because I'm Snapchat friends with my cousins who are in high school and stuff like that. It's not weird. Uh, yeah. And I was I there's kids all around my apartment and they're always fucking on their their wheelie boards playing off their their iPhones. Uh, it's Lil Yachty a lot of the time. Lil Yachty on some song or his feature. It's it's a Lil Yachty feature or song. Uh, they love them. The kids love them. Um. Yeah. And he uh, having like th- how mad old rappers or old like hip-hop fans get mad at at him is so great (laughs) like joe budden like screaming that rap is dead because little yachty is this goofball that sings on sings over like slow piano beats (laughs) like it's very funny how people how offended people get by little i love how there's been enough time to where now there's like a rap conservative group yeah it's nice (laughs) yeah it's nice. We're, it's nice to have kind of lived in both times where now we have this, like, divide. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're like, uh, this is like the the old Slayer and Metallica fans, like, screaming about black metal being garbage <laughs> and, like, <laughs> having no meaning. Like, this, is, this isn't real, man. This is fucking new metal. <laughs> Get this fucking Dream Theater shit out of here. <laughs> Why are the songs 11 minutes long? <laughs> Why aren't they wearing masks? <laughs> uh, giving this song a yay, we gotta move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of masks, uh, number seven. <laughs> uh, mask Off by Future. Kyle, you said something last week. I was complaining. Mm. Oh, the bass hurts my ears. It's too loud. I don't like it. It muddles the the, per- the little melodies. And uh, you tried to convince me. Oh man, it's like it's the feeling you get when you're on Molly and Percocet. <laughs> you said with the wisdom of a man who's done multiple trips on Molly and Percocet. I I actually and compared it to Molly and Lean. I've oh, never okay. done a Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, listen to it again with that in mind. I don't buy it. I don't oh think there's God, enough supporting Jesus. it. I still, I still think it's just, it's just a little bit too much. I don't buy it. The concept is not there for me. Well, uh, sad to see that you're not enlightened enough <laughs> to know. Uh, <laughs> but I just, 
I, I don't think it has to particularly be lean or Molly. I think just being high at a club is also Any sort how of upper and down or mixed. You can really get the well, feeling. not a, a mix, just like a general feeling of being high compared to being drunk, kind of the numbness, but also punchiness that comes with it. But uh, I digress. I, I, I can, I can respect that you don't feel it, but that is one reason why I've liked future songs so much and why, um, this is like one of my favorite songs by him just cause it's, it's a nice experience. I don't need that high. I got my real music. I don't need alcohol to have fun. I don't need alcohol or Percocet. <laughs> I have I have music. <laughs> I have Reliant K. I, I have <laughs> My Bloody Valentine on vinyl. Cool. Like, <laughs> send that over here, buddy. <laughs> Because you don't appreciate it. <laughs> uh, uh, that's not hot. Let's start talking about the not hot. Uh, number seven, I give it a meh. Mask off. Yay. A yay and a meh. Number six, something just like this by Chainsmokers. Number five, number five, Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. Oh, how the mighty have fallen all the way yeah. down to only being the number five most popular song in the world. Take that, uh, you cock. Take Score that one for the patricians. How does it feel? A one-two knockout from your your ethnic chick. <laughs> uh, number five, Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. Good. I don't. I don't know. It's fuck, fuck. Yeah, I, the only thing I have to say about this is fucking thank yeah, God. See that red yeah, that red arrow by it. Is look like, at his little shrug and is like, oh, I'm just a little guy who plays the guitar and. Have you seen that picture of him with his shirt off in, like, a car? No, I haven't. How it's, is it? I, I gotta share it with you. It's it's awful. I And he, is, he seems quite boastful in the picture. I'm, um, I'm Googling Ed Sheeran in car. Shirtless. Make sure the shirt. shirt. Oh, I gotta do shirt. Okay, because there's multiple pictures of him in a car. Okay. Shirtless. Oh, he's wearing a cowboy hat? Yeah. Oh, he's got chest tattoos? Yeah, yeah, that's his terrible Of a giant lion. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, is that boy spirit animal definitely a lion. Not a uh, fucking he's squirrel. He's got similar hair color. To a I lion. guess that's all it takes. <laughs> little little lady. He's look like he looks like he's having a good time. Yeah, There's another him. picture right next to it of Ed Sheeran in a different cowboy hat in seemingly the same car uh, in the same exact pose, but he's wearing a red plaid shirt. Was this one photo shoot? Probably. And he was just like, I want to get one with my shirt off. Hey, give me one without any shirts on. <laughs> cowboy hats, what is this guy? Swans? <laughs> Regular old Michael Gira. <laughs> That alleged rapist. <laughs> I don't believe in cops, even though you rape me. <laughs> oh, another not hot reference. Too much not hot. We're losing everyone. Off. We're losing. Okay, let's get back on track. Shape of you, nay and a nay. Number four, humble Kendrick Lamar. Uh, surprised I am, I be, uh, <laughs> that this has stayed up so long, especially considering... Uh, 
going back to talking about how Kyle and I have fun. We have fun. We don't just sit and like talk about music and complain about it our entire lives. We go out and we go out on the town and listen to music that we complain about our entire lives. Uh, and DNA was playing a whole lot more often than Humble was. Yes. I don't think I didn't hear Humble at all. Nothing but DNA. Uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I think th- the people around us accepted the fact that DNA was the better song, and it seemed to be we, playing, it, being played more. It's become more. canon in Kendrick history. DNA is a better song. I also think it's just a better club song. Uh, it kind of it kind of gets to the point quicker. Uh, it's it's heavier. Um, it's shorter, I think. Yeah, and it has like succinct moments humble is like while it is broken up by the chorus the flow is just kind of it's it's just not as hype not as hype um which i i I can't get it because uh bad and bougie that song is pure hype but that song lasted (laughs) forever up here but and humble is kind of this just one man rap 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 rapathon and it is uh it's lasted. It's lasted longer than the one banger. man rapathon. I think they call those rappers. Uh, rap songs. you know, it's a debated topic in the hip hop community. I believe. <laughs> I think Biggie coined the term rapathon. Ah, uh, yes. Like, I'm about to go on a rapathon on this beat right here. <laughs> Just rapathons for three minutes and thirty three seconds straight. <laughs> oh, he's rapathon real hard. <laughs> Uh, pop Tritions, two white guys who talk about pop music. Uh, <laughs> number four, I'll give it a give it a yay. Still a yay. Yeah, humble, humble a yay. yay. This still will yay. probably be uh, this will probably go on the Pop Tritions Hall of Fame. I uh, I wouldn't say that because I have no hope in you, but we'll see. Oh, you <laughs> I'm worried about you. Uh, let's move on. Number three, Despacito with. <laughs> Luis, Luis Fonzie and Daddy Yankee, Luis, Luis, Louis, uh, featuring Justin Bieber, Despacito. Uh, what are your feelings on this song, Kyle? Oh, baby, I'm I'm liking it. I I I get a little salsa step going. It's it's fun. I, I'm big fan. You know what? Fuck this song. <laughs> I, I when it when I first heard it last week, I was like, okay, it's a little salsa tune. It's fun to dance to, yada yada yada. I sound like a regular old Rhiannon, and here I am. I listened to it this week. It it's it's just a fucking stupid. It's just a stupid little salsa beat, and it has Justin Bieber in it. The song wouldn't be anywhere near any sort of list if it didn't have justin bieber on it it's it's a stupid fucking pop song that appeals to to houston (laughs) oh my god yes the 36 percent and growing percentage of hispanic americans that all live in houston We've lived in three cities, so <laughs> the most Mexicans are in Houston. <laughs> it's my frame of reference. Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm joking. 
but I, I wasn't digging it. I don't know. It, I don't think there's anything of value. I don't think it's I, – I, it's, it's obnoxious to me. <laughs> I, that's why I love it. I love – it's so obnoxious. I have to agree, but <laughs> in a good way. I love it. It's <laughs> – it it is a little fur 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 and it's so great. Uh, I I think I also went on about how well mixed it was last week. I don't know what was into me. Uh, uh I think it sounds good. It sounds think, yeah, it sounds good. Pumping in my in my Kia Soul. I've played it oh, after my boy. soccer games in my big red Kia Soul 2013. Actually, it's a Kia Soul Plus. Just how Louis Fonzie and Daddy Yankee meant for it to be played. Also, I will never not like this song because Daddy Yankee is the greatest artist name to have hit the top ten. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And he's he's a Hispanic guy named Daddy Yankee. I get it. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Daddy Yankee solo artist win. Uh, solo debut win. Probably a one. Where's the months of hype for that, Billboard? Yeah, maybe. Is there going to be a self-titled Daddy Yankee, Daddy Yankee? Daddy Yankee's Daddy Yankee. Ooh, Daddy's Yanking. I think that's the Daddy. first time we've made that joke yeah, finally. I think it is. <laughs> and who to who to break that long spell of being mature but me? <laughs> With the Daddy's Cummies Yankees. Daddy's Cummies. Let's uh let's move on. Number 3. Nay. Nay for me this time. Yay. God. Despacito! Number two. That's what I like by Bruno Mars. That's what I like. Been on here forever. Not much more to say. Did hit number one last week. Has been knocked off by a newcomer, but we'll get to that in a second. What do you see in store for Bruno Mars here? Is he going to drop off the list? Uh, I think he's going to pull Shape of You and just start slowly falling down. Slowly falling? Yeah. I'm going to predict Nah, and I'm judging this based on the quality of the number one song this week. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be back at number one. Ah, uh, yeah, good point. I don't. I honestly, I think like this. If we had to bet on a number one song for next week, I think this would be the hardest week, uh, just because of the age of the the popular songs that have been on here, um, and the quality of the new song on here. But um, I'm gonna make a make a stretch, make a prediction. Uh, Desposito number one next week. Oh, it is moving up. It, <laughs> it was number four last week, I'm, three this I'm week. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. You know what? I'm doubling down on it. Desposito number one next week. I think it's going to happen. All right. Uh, Latin America, make it happen. <laughs> Houston, get on it. <laughs> San Antonio, Houston, and Miami. Let's uh, get it done. Let's get it done. <laughs> and Los Angeles. Drive, out, drive your Kia Souls and get it going. <laughs> Uh, that's what I like. Uh, I'm going to give it a meh. It's where it outweared its welcome. Sorry, Bruno. You did. I'm, I'm over this song. I'm not feeling it. It's, it's, it's overplayed to me now. And not, uh, nobody's fault but my own. But that's the nature of the cast. Uh, it would have. Uh, Bruno Mars could have gotten two uh, Pop Trishans Hall of Fame, but I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I'm still a yay. Uh, I still like this song, um, but I think I'm just kind of on a delayed 
schedule with you. I feel kind of how you did originally listening to it, maybe even a little quicker, which is kind of why I'm thinking it will slip a little bit, but also doesn't have much competition, and this song is objectively better than a lot of the songs around it. And a lot of, speaking of objectively better, let's go on to number one song deemed objectively better than anything else, and that is, oh, how coincidental, I am the one at number one, DJ Khaled, the meme man himself featuring Justin Bieber, not just Justin Bieber, not just Quavo, not just Chancellor Rapper, not just Lil Wayne, but Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chancellor Rapper, and Lil Wayne combined. Here he is, DJ Khaled, coming out with another superstar-studded song uh, that he is prone to do with I'm the One. Kyle, give me your thoughts on I'm the One here. Fucking hate this song, and it's my fault. Fuck this song, am I right? Fucking hate this song. It is so bad. It's terrible. It is so fucking bad. God damn it. It is... And I I blame myself for this, because I was asking for... um, I can't even think of the word, but, uh, you know, a rap song with multiple rappers on it. Kind of... uh, Like, entourage... I'm thinking of the word entourage. It's not the right word. I'm going to think of it right when this ends. But uh, uh, Like an Avengers? <laughs> what is this? Some kind of rap squad? Some kind of... <laughs> some kind of rap-a-thon? Some <laughs> rap-a-thon squad? <laughs> um, but I was asking for, you know, a group, you know, like, um, you know, One Train, one, still one of my favorites of those um a pneumonia danny brown is like that just a song that a rapper song but with a lot of features just because mm-hmm. it's fun mm-hmm. to just have like like kind of the essence of how hip-hop and emceeing started is here's a beat and this guy hops on for a verse this guy hops on for a right verse. right yeah i think I it's agree. fun but it, it it works best when it's like it still sounds like like a Danny Brown song or like a bus driver. Yeah, when it's a, a fucking hip hop song. Yeah, this isn't yeah. a hip hop song. This is like Dr- even Drake would be like, nah, this like is this production is fucking trash. No, but it's DJ Khaled and his entire career is just kind of forming these groups together. I get a little like tinfoil hat when I think about DJ Khaled, who kind of rose to stardom out of nowhere, and it seems like everything he does is 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 just at the top of some list instantly uh it's not like he crawls his way there or he built up it's like kind of like it comes out oh and there it is at the top of the list or oh everybody's playing on the radio all the time it's it's a little like yeah i don't know i haven't looked i know his history is kind of it is a very who he knows kind of thing yeah Uh, i mean that's his whole fucking career and um uh, I think we need to like trace the shekels behind this because this is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I asked you before the episode. I mean, I've been listening to this list and I, I knew it was right just because on Billboard. But I was like, am I right that this is like the right week that yeah. I'm the one is the top one? Because yeah. I thought like before I was like on the top 200, which doesn't make sense because that's albums. But I thought I was on like some other fucking list because I'm like, where the fuck did the song come from? This is supposed to be a hot new rap song, and usually, like, even Humble, like, these hot new rap songs that come out, they take, like, a week and a half, because they'll come out in the middle of the week. Well, 
I'm the one's been out for a while. Oh, ha- okay, it has been. Yeah, it's okay. been a couple of weeks. I, I, you know, in doing this, I'm still unsure of when songs appear on this list because it doesn't seem like it's like reflective of the the previous week. It seems like it even takes a while for it to get there. Like, not and not in a sense that like, oh, it took the song to get up there, but it took Billboard a while to put the song on there i'm not i'm still not sure how that works yeah i mean we're 20 weeks into this and we still don't understand how we still don't know how this list works just look at it every week and we talk about it but Uh, i i think a lot of it is gray which kind of goes back to that same thing where it's like what is happening like like it's like shape of you i had the same concern with because um like of how poorly it was, how poor it was. But mm-hmm. uh, after seeing how much people like fucking actually really love that song, I've taken back my conspiracies. But this song, um, even like all I do is win. Like that song, that's probably DJ Khaled's biggest hit ever. And like, it was hot. And then like it's so forgettable. Like usually rap songs that last, like that hit number one. Like people remember. Um, like, uh, like, even like Bad and Bougie, like that song will be remembered. Yeah. A Millie, f- that's remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Get low, that's remembered. People are are kind of talking about the song, and this happened to me. It was, I, I had some friends down, and we get in the car, and a guy named Dylan <laughs> was yeah. like, "Oh man, y'all gotta hear this track." He was hyping it up because he's a fucking pleb, and he loves DJ Khaled, and and just, what? And so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> And he puts it on, and we're all listening to it. And like, even and then like at the end, he's like, oh, "Okay, maybe it's not as good as I thought." <laughs> like, we he was so hyped, and he was like excited, and he had already listened to it. He loved it. And then once he was like listening to it and paying attention, he's like, "Oh, this kind of sucks." Uh, so, <laughs> Dylan saying a song is bad is is very bad for a song's <laughs> track record. <laughs> that guy's. <laughs> Bottom barrel taste and uh, <laughs> pleb and proud, Dylan. We'd love to have you on. We uh, will. We will have we Dylan will on very there. soon. Um, pleb and proud, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, but even the features on this don't deliver. Quavo sounds like he's fucking singing, like doing like an Aquaman, like he's singing from like some creature from Atlantis. I don't know. He doesn't. You. I know he kind of sounds like that with the auto tune, but it's especially bad on this. It's so bubbly. Chance the Rapper doesn't sound... I mean, he seems like he's half-assing it. Lil Wayne, to me, doesn't even sound like Lil Wayne. No, he's, it's like song. they took um, like Lil Wayne with an auto-tune on it, and then they put that through an auto-tune. Like, it is yeah, especially bad. It's weird. Uh, Justin Bieber, fine. Whatever he does is usually Yeah, he's fine. doing Justin Bieber things. <laughs> That's fine. But, yeah. It's just... Uh, Quavo's, it's Quavo's is so... Like, I would have no idea who that was if like the names were just listed on it yeah and yeah. and chance rapper i will say <laughs> i will say i i did enjoy chance's part like if it was on another rap song he would be a weaker part but like in the this muck of shit he is um a ring pop i guess not a he diamond has some, ring, but he little has, ring well pop. because compared to quavo and lil wayne he has some semblance of like like a personality coming through. Yeah. I, even Justin Bieber is just like, 
mailing it yeah. in. It's the most generic chord progression the entire song. Oh my song. god, it is the entire six-minute song or however song long the song is. Uh, it it's a it's it's bad. It's a bad song. It is a bad and song. I'm not gonna say I'm shocked that DJ Khaled put out a bad song, but to to see it all this hype uh, on this bad song is a little off-putting. Uh, a nay, heavy nay. Heavy nay. This um, yeah, this is terrible. I've I've made this comparison before with some songs, but. It's like a bad movie that's just a plain bad fucking movie. Like, there's nothing enjoyable. <laughs> exactly. I, the, the one thing I laughed about in the video, like, the video is in, like, rented, rented Out Mansion number five um, <laughs> in a courtyard and in the swimming pool area. And DJ Khaled, like, every time he pops up, just, I want to fucking scream. Um, <laughs> but the video, so they are, they have, like, if you've ever seen the DJ Khaled video, listeners tie sponsors is the name of the video Ciroc is in this video there's a couple others but there's multiple sponsors like like heavy fucking um demolition man level of advertising in it <laughs> and um they are so fucking cheap on this song that chance's belt has a design on it that is blurred out the whole video <laughs> It's so bad. Oh my god, it is pitiful. That seems like the entire an- antithesis of a DJ Khaled song to yes, blur out a, it's, a brand. And and DJ and Justin Bieber's wearing a Supreme baseball tee that says Supreme in the biggest fucking words possible. <laughs> and it's just like I haven't seen that I don't watch a lot of music videos, but that seeing that blurred out shit, I was like I haven't seen that since the MTV2 um, like no bullshit Sundays, <laughs> like where they play all the rap videos. I forgot what it's called. I that was like the the highlight yeah. of my junior high movie. And of, MTV just doesn't have the rights to like. Yeah, and they're and they're showing like the, it's like two hours of like rap videos. So it, it wasn't all like the big thing. This is like they're renting out a fucking mansion. They have fifty strippers <laughs> in the background, and they can't afford to pay off the streetwear design on Trance's belt. Like ah, it's so infuriating. It's everything that is wrong with DJ Khaled. Um, I but in the past I've enjoyed uh H three Productions uh some of their videos in like twenty fourteen. But uh, holy fuck, will I hate them for making DJ Khaled the biggest fucking <laughs> meme in the world. And hit them and Snapchat. It's both y'all's responsibility. Y'all both have done good shit. But holy shit, you, like, you are responsible for making DJ Khaled what the fuck he is. And having that guy be on a fucking Super Bowl commercial, it's a, it's a disgrace. And he's on number one. I hate it. I'm so upset about this song. It's so fucking bad. DJ Khaled is a hack. I guarantee you he did not produce this shit. And if I hear, have to hear We the Best in another fucking song, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to blow my brains out. God damn it. Uh, my- so that's going to be a nay <laughs> from me. Uh, nay from you, Kyle? Yeah, nay from me. Uh, okay. I-, I apologize. My my dog came down and rolled over to show his belly. He was so <laughs> disturbed by what I was doing. <laughs> My pink eyes flaring up. <laughs> it, it is. I'm itching. <laughs> just screaming and like puss is just spewing out of your face. 
My crusties. <laughs> My crusties. <laughs> That's the week this week. That's the week. That's the list this week. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning um, in. Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening this far, we always got to say it. Go to iTunes. Give us a rating. We love it. We would just adore it. Please, please, please. give us your words. Also, please. Sh- shout out to the two-time guest, the pop expert, Drew Ochoa, for uh, giving us a shout out on Twitter. That's right. Uh, very cool. Tweeting. Keep tweeting. Easter tweeting. Keep tweeting now. Uh, we, we love it. it. We love it. Keep tweeting. Pop Trishan's out. Pop Trishan's out. Bye-bye. Bye.